What's going on, everybody? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Barangay Podcast Network. The music you're hearing right now is by Mantra Blue. I'm here recording at 6 p.m. on a Thursday night in the Philippines. I have a very special guest calling in via Skype from Melbourne, Australia. Jess, why don't you say what's up? <laughs> Hi, coming at you from Melbourne, Australia. I am so excited to finally do this. I've been wanting to talk to you for so long and I'm really excited right now. It is currently <laughs> 9 p.m. in Australia, so yeah, time difference is a little bit, you know, but happy to be here. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Jess, um, so Jess is a visual artist. She does a lot of things from photography to graphic design and other types of artwork. Uh, she's known for a lot of double exposure work, which you'll probably see on our promotional post for this episode. <laughs> uh, Jess, why don't you talk a little bit about your work, about who you are? Yeah, so I'm mostly known for my double exposure photography. Um, I've always loved photography and I started off with just taking straight photos until I thought that it was a little boring. And then yeah. I started taking portraits, which was a little bit, you know, different from street photography. But then I started to experiment a little more and started layering my photos. And then after that, I found my passion for double exposure photography and... I think it just looks so much more interesting and I started that when I was like in high school so it started in high school but I feel like over the years my double exposure got a lot more developed and I started to find my own style so if you've seen my Instagram it's very pink it's very city skyline and <laughs> yeah I think that's my my flavor you know yeah no absolutely so you've been you've been You've been an artist since high school, so for like five, six years now at this point, right? Yeah. yeah. How does that feel? Like, how how much have you changed and transformed over those over that timeline? Oh, I think we're always like forever changing, but I've definitely changed a lot. Like after high school, I actually didn't pursue art as a career. I did health science first because, mm-hmm. um, I guess I just felt pressured you know, to do something in the medical field, you know, being Vietnamese, Australian. Um, I think my parents wanted me to, you know, obviously have a good future. So they pushed me to do something health related. And I actually finished it. But, you know, afterwards, I didn't really enjoy it. And I didn't find like much happiness in what I was doing. I didn't feel fulfilled. And art was always my hobby. And I wanted to have more time for it, but I didn't. And yeah, so I quit my job. And that's when things started getting exciting for me. That was 2017. I quit my job. I went outside. I was bawling my eyes out thinking, (laughs) what the hell am I going to do now? Because I am a failure. I was thinking like, you know, three to four years of studying this degree, like all all for what? And then Paolo calls me. If you guys have heard Paolo's um, podcast, go listen to it. It's on our Spotify. But, you know, yes, Paolo is. was one of the first Barunga boys that I met on Instagram. So we connected through Instagram. And for some reason, he freaking called me. And then he's like, Jazz, come to New York for a summer gallery. And I was like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> and bloody hell, like fucking few months later, 
I'm in New York. <laughs> and now I'm part of like this amazing family collective, you know, and I got to meet all these wonderful people, including you, Dom. And I wouldn't be here. I would not be sitting here doing this podcast right now if I did not take that opportunity. And yeah. here we are now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It is super crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like super crazy. Going back to what you were talking about, the health field, like how did your parents feel once you made that change? Because that's always hard. Initially, We've all been through it. We've yeah. all been through it. Yeah, for sure. Being Asian as well. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think initially they were disappointed that I wasn't continuing, you know, something that they wanted me to do. But at the end of the day, I think they just wanted me to be happy because they just saw how unhappy I was. And when I, and I, when I told them about my New York opportunity, they were like, oh, maybe she's not that bad, <laughs> you know, going to New York. Yeah. So I think after, I think after I went to New York, things started to pick up a little bit more because um, now I'm starting graphic design, you know, pursuing my dreams as a creative and yeah, I'm in a lot better place now, you know, chasing my dreams. Hell yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You love mm -hmm. to see it. I love that because like, you went through the whole process of, of getting that other degree, getting that, uh, like studying yeah. something in the medical field. And then you decided like, this was not for me, you know, that's yeah. different. That's different from like me and Paolo, for example, like I dropped out. Paolo never even went to college and never started college. But like yeah. you went through the whole career change. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's tough. It's been a long journey. Yeah, for sure. That's tough. Mm -hmm. Um, how are you feeling now, now that you're studying graphic design? Like, what do you think is your outlook on, on what you're going to do now, next? I think now, like, because my strongest point was photography. And mm -hmm. I think now I want to be able to learn more about different, you know, different fields as well, like illustrating or videography or, you know, logo making. Like, honestly, I just want to learn everything. You know, I think, I don't think there's like, a cap to how much you can learn, you know, as a creative. I think it's it's important to not settle and to continue learning mm -hmm. and to continue trying to see, you know, if you can do better things, do be better at better things, you know, like not just photography and limiting yourself to photography. Like I won't be able to like try different things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. No, I totally agree. Like like I was just saying before we started recording, like now that I'm doing this podcast, I'm learning so much new stuff in terms of the exactly. Creative. Like I had, exactly. I, I really didn't know anything about audio engineering and things like that, and mm -hmm. like producing the content for the podcast as well is new for me because exactly. I've been like out of the game from creating anything for so long. Yeah, it's yeah, nah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good to see you be like doing things as well, man. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. Of course. <laughs> so. Yeah, so going back to, you know, creative work. So your Instagram account is called Just Knowing You. Mm -hmm. And that seems to be Correct. like your brand, your tagline. Can you speak a little more about that? It is. Yeah, so Just Knowing You works in two ways. It works in a personal way where you're talking about yourself. Because when I, when I made Just Knowing You, I was in this slump, like, you know, doing my health science career. That's when I started the brand. But it was just for like just for me. It was just like a hobby, and it was, it was like a reflection of me. Like, who am I? Like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just knowing myself. Like, I'm just knowing you, and it was kind of like me talking to myself. But the more I did creative work, and the more that you know, I started writing and you know, um, talking to other people. Just knowing you also became about 
you as in like the audience like just getting to know other people and I think art as well there's so much different types of art and like there's happy art there's sad art like you can see pain in art and I feel like when I say like just knowing you it's kind of like I want to know your story <clears throat> like I want to know your struggles and you know what you've been through because I feel like everyone has their own story and just knowing you also means like like literally like just knowing you like just knowing Dom do you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. I mean it seems yeah. it's it's like a very personal project <clears throat> that you're doing you know not that it's not to be shared not that it's private but the 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 energy of it is a very personal you know what I mean it has mm-hmm. a very personal feel where in like anybody can read your captions and look at your photo and be like okay yeah let's think about this <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean it's like oh yeah. shit you're really making me think too, about my feelings again too much fuels okay sorry I'm more about the fuels man no That's no it. it's great it's really great though yeah. because like not a lot of people do that like there's especially in Instagram in the in the world of photographers most of it is just like hey I created this thing check it out these are the people in it these are the people who yeah. helped me blah 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 yeah versus your style yeah. is very personal in that like it actually is engaging from two different perspectives, from oh, the visual perspective and you. the reading perspective because of what it makes you feel. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so, like, my tagline is always um, express, not impress. Mm-hmm. So I live to express, not to impress. So, like, by that I mean I feel like these days a lot of us can – it's very common these days to be caught up, you know, in social media and third-person validation and wanting to impress others. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I I do see like a lot of friends get caught up in this and they try to create content to make others happy. And it's like they're changing their style when their their style was like their style. Do you know what I mean? It's what makes them them. But then they kind of, I see them tweak things just to make other people happier. And it's like, or following trends, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. that makes me really sad because I think we all have like our individuality. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's just, you know wasting the person that you are and express not impress yeah that's something i really live by like i create only for myself man like if i'm feeling fucking sad i'm gonna like put all my sadness into this artwork if i'm feeling really happy i'm gonna put all my happiness into this artwork like i create how i feel and i think that's really important when it comes to art and creativity and that's what makes us special you know as yeah artists. absolutely absolutely you know what i mean yeah so when you when you first started this like did you have any any particular inspirations of, in artists who were like, who were showing you that you can be more personal with it and really express yourself? Like, was there anybody in particular who stood out for you like that? Um, to be honest, not really. Okay. Like, I think one day in, at school, I just like, we had this like art, we, I was in art class and they were like, oh, you can do whatever you want. You can paint, you can draw, you can take photos. And I was like, okay photography seems the easiest I'm just gonna do that one Mm -hmm. and then I just ended up loving it and then I just ended up finding my own thing with it so I literally started from square one with photography like I didn't really have anyone to look up to you know but definitely now like as a creative and being in the creative industry like there's a lot of people that I look up to you know and it's you know and it doesn't even have to be photographers it could be in totally different elements like Paolo I love Paolo's like paintings they are fucking beautiful (laughs) like josh josh's work as well like absolutely amazing like and like i really look up to them you know not in like spite like oh i'm gonna do better than you but it's kind of like inspirational yeah i mean it's like wow you know this this is making me feel something 
and like it like encourages me as well to like I want to be able to make other people feel something too like I want people to look at my artwork and have that same reaction how I've had this reaction with you know whoever's artwork that I'm looking at you know what I mean yeah and you know it's so important yeah. it's so important that you you take inspiration from artists of other mediums you know like for sure yeah me for example like me as a photographer I only shot one genre of photography which was concerts live music and I took so much inspiration yeah. from other photographers who don't shoot live music at all you know because they were, yeah. they were showing me like different portraiture perspectives and how can I is it possible to apply these same techniques and ideas to shooting somebody who's in the middle of their performance you know whether that yeah. be in the actual photography sense in what I'm doing with the camera or whether it be in in post and editing in photoshop you know like yeah. how can I make this feel like something else that isn't just a, a concert um Shit, so let's see. How did you meet Paolo? How did I meet Paolo? Um, I think I honestly I cannot remember it crystal clearly, but I think this is what happened. I saw his artwork on Instagram and it was very different. You know, he had photographs but they were like painted on, you know. Or they had some kind of illustration on them. And I was like, this looks absolutely amazing. Like, this is so different, you know. You know, I chucked him a follow, chucked one back. <laughs> we became friends. And then, I don't know. And then the rest is history. Yeah. Now he's like, you know, family to me, honestly. Yeah. He's honestly like family to me. Yeah. Like, I love all you guys. Like, you guys are my family. Yeah. Like, it's so interesting how that works and like how easy it is to make yeah. make new relationships with people you've never met in person just through social media the way that we all connect uh, by sharing our artwork and sharing our perspectives on, on you know everyday life yeah. what we see in everyday life and how we express ourselves yeah and then you just combine that with the power of networking through social media mm -hmm. and like we've all had these opportunities to create these relationships with people from all around the world you know for sure like i haven't seen yeah. you in like a year and a half <laughs> i know it's been too long. It's been too long. It's been too long. It's been way too long. Yeah, but that's that's just our reality, you know? Like, we exist, we exist, we share a space, kind of, in social media, but then it, yeah. in, in real life, yeah. in reality, we're in totally different places. And that's that's such a beautiful thing to me. I know, and then the thing is, we haven't seen each other in a year and a half, but we know we're still so close. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, which I, which I absolutely love, and that that's true love to me, man. That's like <laughs> genuine friendship. True love. You know what I mean? I agree. It's true love. It's genuine friendship. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I'm so happy that I met you guys as well. Like, honestly, if I didn't quit my job that day, then I would not be where I am right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, since we're on the topic, like, I usually ask this as a closer, but um, what is your favorite social media platform? I know you're on Twitter a lot, and you're always on Instagram. Which one would you say <laughs> is your favorite? Uh, Honestly, Pinterest. Pinterest, really? Why is that? Yeah, that's where I got all my inspiration from, man. And that's where I can look at different avenues of different artworks as well. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Instagram, but I feel like sometimes these days, it's not really how it used to be. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you agree with me with that. I totally agree. Um, a, lot of, yeah, a lot of Instagram posters these days are very um, towards marketing, mm -hmm. you know, marketing for brands and you know, selling things or whatnot. And don't get me wrong, like, I still, like, follow people that, you know, post artworks and stuff. But even then, they do a lot of promotional things, and sometimes it just looks disingenuous to me. 
you know, they're getting um, sponsored by whatever company to take photos for this. It's kind of like, I, I want to see their art. Like, I don't want to see, you know, other stuff. But, um, like, I still use Instagram. But, like, I think Pinterest is probably going to be my favorite. Okay. Um, creative Avenue, yeah. Have you Do you use it, like, for everything that you create? Like, do you find inspiration for things through, through Pinterest? For example, like, when you, when you started doing double exposures, like, was that something that you had seen through Pinterest and you were like, okay, I like that. Maybe I should try that. No, it's just, Pinterest just kind of motivates me to be creative. Okay. Because I see all like these different creative things like illustrations, drawings, you know, paintings, photography. Like it doesn't have to be double exposure. It could be anything. It just like kind of pushes me to like put content out, you know? Yeah. But usually my inspiration comes from my mood. Yeah. Like I usually just create how I feel. I could, it could come at the most random times and I could like smash out two double exposures within the hour or like, you know, it would take me months to like make something, you know, it just really depends on my mood. Yeah. Honestly. No, absolutely. Yeah. Like that's, so what's your, what's your creative process like? Like if it depends on your mood, like if you're in a really great mood, you really just sit down in an hour, you'll create whatever you want to create. And then you'll also you write your own captions, right? Like all those captions are, are your yeah. own writings. Yeah. So does that go hand in hand or does it take you more time to develop the writing process than it does the, the artwork process? Uh, honestly, it could work both ways. Sometimes I make the photo first. Yeah. And then just say I'm feeling a little lonely. Mm -hmm. I might have some sort of like photograph of someone by themselves, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll use that photo because obviously they're alone. And then... um. You know, I take it from there and then try to see what is the best double exposure for, the, you know, the best composition for this photograph, lay it onto another photograph. And then if I'm happy with that, then afterwards I'll stare at that photo for like 20 minutes <laughs> and, and think about my life and where I'm at at that very moment and just think about how I'm feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then just, it just kind of just flows out, you know, very naturally. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Do you ever like... Do you ever like write something down and you're like, I need to create something that matches with this idea that I just wrote in terms of like a caption, for example, like, like do you write out a feeling or write out a, yeah, a, a for sentence sure. or two? You do. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cause I, I'm always writing. I'm constantly writing like oh, really? day and night. Yeah. Just like whatever I'm feeling, I'll just write it down. Like if I think about something and I'm in this current mood, I'll just like pull out my book and write it out. And then if, you know, I might create a artwork that might fit that quote yeah yeah so that's interesting so you don't really have like a there's no like set process for you definitely not okay. definitely not oh that's good yeah that's really good yeah okay have you been doing a lot of do you still do you do a lot of commissioned work or is it mostly just expressing yourself like just your just your own like I think when I initially started being more serious, mm -hmm. um, I wasn't like, I don't want to use the word famous. I don't know if there's any other better <laughs> word for that. Like I wasn't very known, I guess. So I didn't really care. Um, Cause like I said, it's expressed on my press. But then recently, you know, I was very fortunate enough to have my own solo gallery um, in Melbourne, oh, of yeah. course. And yeah. So I think that's when commissions started to come out. Which is very recent. Like, I had this solo gallery in June. Yeah, yeah. How, how was that? But before that, yeah, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. I was very, very lucky to get that. 
um, opportunity. Because, um, yeah, like before that gallery, I didn't get any commission work at all. Like everything I did was through Instagram mm-hmm. and like nobody has ever contacted me through Instagram or anything like that, which I don't mind. Like, like I said, like I don't really care. Um, but um, after I had this gallery and then my artwork was more public and it was more public to, you know, people that weren't artists, you know, just like workers, like office workers or you know, just completely random people going to the public gallery to see my art. And then, you know, and then they liked it. And, you know, I got contacted to, you know, sell my artwork. And I was like, oh my goodness, like, this is the best feeling ever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I didn't, honestly, like, I didn't even, like, think about how, I didn't even think I would sell anything. Like, I didn't even have a price on them. So when I got contacted by the gallery and they're like, oh, this person wants to buy your artwork, how much they're going for? And I was like, uh... <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I didn't think this was gonna happen. <laughs> Can I call you back? <laughs> yeah. So that was a, that was a, such a great opportunity. It's my first solo gallery as well, and like my first gallery would like proper one would be with you guys. Yeah. In New York, yeah. So having a personal one was very special to me. Yeah. Yeah. What was, I hope to do more. What was that like? Like, how many how many pieces were you able to show? Like, was it a, a large space where you could show as much as you wanted? Or was it a smaller space? Um, yeah, well, it, it's a cute little... Well, you're from Melbourne. It was at QV. Um, so it's a it's like half a coffee shop. And then the rest is just art. So it's, it's quite a small space. But um, enough for me to, you know, be able to display my artwork, you know, and show, show as much content as I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had the whole space to myself. And... The entire gallery was just double exposure photography, so that was the whole theme. And it was all very pink. <laughs> I love pink. Of course. I don't know. Pink makes me feel romantic. I don't know. It makes me feel nostalgic. <laughs> if you're all wondering why my Instagram is so pink, that's why. It just makes me feel something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but pink makes me feel. Yeah. But yeah, the whole gallery was pink, and um, I had this one wall where it said... I can't remember the order, but it said... For the hurting, for the healing, for the heartbroken, for the here. So, which means the gallery is for everyone. This art is for everyone. Yeah, and that was, yeah, and it was really nice. And, you know, yeah, thinking back now, I can't believe I still did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How long was it open for? It was only open for a week. So okay. it wasn't even that long. Yeah. No, that's just a week. That's pretty solid, though. For a first solo exhibition, that's the same as... Same as Justin, Justin who just did his in in New York. Yeah, last month. yeah. It was the same thing, just a week. But I mean, that's that's still yeah, really just good. A week. That's really great for your first. Yeah, one. that was more than enough for me, for sure, for sure. Did you did you market that heavily, or was it just like the gallery already naturally gets a lot of foot traffic, so you already knew people were gonna go? Yeah. So the gallery, um, even though I'm from Melbourne, Australia, it's in QV, which is pretty much in the center of our city. Mm-hmm. So there is a lot of foot traffic around there. So I wasn't really worried about people not going in. I was kind of worried about, like, even though I, I told you guys to express not impressed, there was still a little bit of me that was feeling very anxious. I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, this is coming out of Instagram because everything's always digital for me. Like, I've always posted things on Instagram. It's just, you know, in my hand in this little black box. Yeah. Right? But now it's, like, in the physical. Like, I've actually printed out these artworks and the in front of my eyes where people can look at them you know what I mean I was like oh my god like I hope these are good enough you know what I mean like I hope that I'm gonna be able to make people feel because at the end of the day my goal is to make people feel Mm -hmm. you know 
to look at my artwork and feel something, you know. Yeah, and if I make you feel anything, I feel I feel fulfilled. Like I feel like I did my job as an artist. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did you get a lot of feedback from that? Like, were were a lot of people reaching out to you, like, like personally or through Instagram, or were you there at the opening? I'm sure, and like, were a lot of people talking to you about the art and everything? Yeah, I got a lot of good feedback, and like, a lot of people like, oh, oh my god, you're just knowing you. Like, I follow you on Instagram, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, like this is so cute. Like, I feel so weird. Like, thank, thank you know, and it's like, oh my god, like thank you so much for supporting me. They're like, oh, I've always wanted to say hi to you when I see you around the city and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm not even that big. Like, just relax. Like, <laughs> oh, it just made me feel like, oh, I don't know. It was just a different experience, you know what I mean? Because like, it's so it's so weird when all eyes are on you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone's just looking at you, and you're just like, crap. Like, I hope I don't look stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I hope my hair's okay, or some <laughs> shit like that. You know? <laughs> but yeah, I did get a lot of good feedback. People loved it, and. I was worried for nothing and I really hope I can continue doing, you know, galleries because, man, like, and even, like, people that didn't know me, like, office workers or whatever, mm-hmm. like, being in the gallery by myself and then watching people look at my artwork is just, like, the most amazing feeling ever, you know, when they don't even know the artist is behind them. And yeah. I'm just, like, looking at them and, like, you hear them talk about it and it's like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm feeling all nostalgic now. Thanks, Dom. Uh, no problem. <laughs> so how did that come about? Like, was it just the gallery reached out to you through Instagram? No. So, um, like I said, it was a coffee shop, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. And I was, like, grabbing coffee there. And they were on – so it's – they're part of the NGV, which is the National Gallery of Victoria. And when I was in high school, when I finished high school, um, I got into – this program called Top Arts. And I got my artwork displayed at the National Gallery. But this was with, like, a lot of other high school kids as well. It was kind of like a high school thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they pick out the best artworks from different schools and just, like, display them. Yeah, and I, and I got into it um, when I finished high school. And they were looking at my high school artwork on their phone. Like, someone was showing someone. And I, was, I looked at it and I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's my artwork when I was, like, 18. And they were like, oh, my goodness. What the heck? I just found it on like the NGV web- website because I was just like going through the website or something like that. Because like the top arts thing happens every year. And I guess mine was 2013. Okay. I think. Yeah. I think they were just going through the years and then they went into 2013. And then it was just like this all happened. And they were just like, oh my goodness, like, do you still do this? And I was like, yeah. And then I showed them what I do now. And they're like, oh my God, it's so different. And then I was just fortunate enough that the manager was there and he was like, just like, you know, why don't you do it again? And I was like, Oh, I have no money. <laughs> and he was like, not a problem, you know. You got you got the space right here. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? And I thought he was joking, but like, it all went through. And yeah, I got to display my artwork for a week at the, at the, um, awesome. no vacancy gallery. And yeah. That's awesome. Damn, so you've had a lot yeah. of like, pretty major milestones already happen in your career. You know, you've had the, you've had your solo, solo gallery in Australia. You've had your, group show in new york like you've, you've yeah. made the change into into studying graphic design in school and everything like that yeah. you even had art in a gallery in high school damn uh <laughs> i wanted to ask you like like what was one of the most meaningful moments in your career like aside from these things we've already talked about yeah all right most, most meaningful moment in my career 
Uh, I'll be completely honest. It's honestly the New York Gallery. The New York Gallery would 100% be the biggest milestone in my creative career because without New York, I feel like I wouldn't have pushed myself even further coming back from New York. I wouldn't have, you know, like, especially being around such talented people like yourselves, it really motivated me, you know, like it really motivates me to be able to be the best that I can. And also, like, if I'm, if I'm in this group, I want to make you guys proud as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> no like, course. I got to I gotta step up my game. I got to be <laughs> on your level. Yeah. And just, like, I just never imagined myself in New York as well because, like, Australia is so far from New York and it's freaking expensive as heck. Like, I would never have thought, like, at the age of, like, what, 22, 23, I'd be able to, like, afford to go to New York. But I really busted my ass to get there, to mm. get my artwork displayed there. And I think just just that New York thing happening just made me really push myself as an individual, you know, in every single way to be a better person, to connect more, to network, to, you know, make better art, to express myself more, to learn new skills. Like, because, you know, you guys all have different mediums in art. Like, you know, Paolo does photography and illustration. Josh, Josh has his thing and then, like, Justin has like this very like <laughs> unique art as well. I don't even know how to explain it. Like you guys yeah. just have, yeah, it's just like, it's amazing. And it's just like being around creators like that and also being overseas, just like, just really, really pushed me, you know? I think that would definitely be like something that really affected me even till now as a creative. Yeah. yeah. And I would definitely not be where I am if I didn't go to New York. Yeah. So when you, when you got back to yeah. Melbourne, like you went straight to school, right? You started school right yeah, away. Yeah, because I, yeah, because when I was in New York, I applied for um, graphic design, because I just quit my job and I was like, shit, what am I gonna do, mm-hmm. right? And then I had that offer from Palo, you know, flew me to, uh, you know, I went to New York, and then I was like, shit, what am I gonna do when I come back, you know, come back to Melbourne? And I was like, screw it, I'm gonna study graphic design. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna pursue this as a career. And yeah, so when I came back, I've been studying. Where are you studying? What school is that? Um, RMIT. RMIT. Yeah. Okay. So, Royal Melbourne Institution of Technology. Oh, fancy. You say Royal? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, very fancy of you. How bougie of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so bougie. Yeah, but it's a, it's a good school for... No, it's not that bougie, trust me. All the Melbourne people, you listening to this, RMIT ain't bougie. You guys know that. <laughs> <laughs> seriously but it's a good school for design mm-hmm. like it's very known for um design yeah and that's why i chose it okay okay so so being in melbourne like what what's the what's the diversity like you know being like v- vietnamese australian like what is the what's the diversity like what's the like, do you find a good balance there in terms of you know everything i don't really know what australia is like yeah Australia is very diverse. It's okay. very multicultural. There's a lot of like um there's a lot of um people studying here as well, like international mm. people studying from um honestly everywhere, like China, Korea, Japan. Um a lot of co- people come here to uh, learn English and there's working visas as well. Like I I actually see a lot of Americans here actually. Um on working visas, a lot of Canadian people okay. here as well. There's a definitely a wide range of people in um in Australia, definitely Melbourne as well, because Melbourne 
Sorry if you're from Sydney, but Melbourne's the best. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are the fashion capital. Um, oh, really? Well, I live in Melbourne, so well, I'd say so. Yes. Okay. Okay. If you, I mean, if you haven't been to Melbourne, it's very much like if you've never been to Melbourne, Australia. It's very. We're very big on fashion. We're very big on coffee. We're big on food. You know, there's a lot of laneways, and all these laneways have like a lot of hidden gems in them. We have trams. You guys know what trams are? Trams are like trains, <laughs> People right? People sitting overseas. <laughs> no, so What's they're like tram? trams are like they're on the streets, kind of like San Francisco. Oh, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, what do you guys call them? I don't even know. I haven't been to San Francisco. Yeah, in a long so time. you know how San Francisco <laughs> has you know those trams on the road. Yeah, yeah. Like on the streets. Yeah, so Melbourne's very known for that. So a lot of my commuting is through trams. Right. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's Melbourne, what, what's man. what's public transportation like there? Like after you've after you've been to New York and like you've been on the subways, like how does it compare? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, first of all, <laughs> you guys like your rats are the size of our dogs. Let me just say that. <laughs> oh my god, I remember seeing it for the first time when I was in New York. Oh my god, it was huge. But honestly, <laughs> the subway isn't too bad in New York. I think everything came on time for me, at least. Yeah. I think so. I didn't actually get lost. Yeah. It's not as hard as I definitely think. didn't get lost when I was in New York. No, it's not as bad as people think. I didn't get lost. Um, Melbourne isn't too bad. I mean, we have trains and we have trams. Um, obviously, cars as well. You know? Yeah. But it's. I don't think it's as condensed as New York. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot more space to drive. Okay. Yeah, in compared to New York, in my opinion, anyway. Okay. That's what I think. So, would you consider yeah. it like the like kind of the cultural capital of Australia? Personally, yes. Yeah, I think definitely Melbourne. Melbourne, I hundred percent believe is fashion capital. There's so much going on here. There's something going on all the time. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's music or like some kind of like food event or like concerts going on. Yeah. I love living in Melbourne. Yeah. So yeah, how do you f- definitely how, home. how do you feel like Melbourne has like influenced you as an artist? I think Huh, that's a good question. I think when I was growing up, there actually wasn't many like obviously like creative creativity is like huge now. I feel like everyone like is very into photography or drawing or whatever. Um probably through like social media and Instagram yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But like I think when I was younger, it wasn't that big, like, creativity. So I think I wanted to, I guess, I don't know if be different is the word, but, like, I wanted to try something new, you know? Like, I wanted to try something new, and, like, I try to find inspiration around Melbourne, you know, whether it's, like, going to the suburbs or to the city or, like, people watching. I think it. I think when you live in a, in your city, it's hard to find inspiration because you're seeing things all the time right you're seeing the same thing all the time it's so hard to find inspo but like man if i really sit down and i try to look at things from like a blank point of view as if i'm seeing it for the first time that's pretty much where i get my inspo from yeah in terms of seeing melbourne like i try to see melbourne for the first time in my head does that make sense yeah no absolutely yeah it's like giving yourself like clean slate kind of perspective just to you know yeah reimagine things yeah exactly especially when like don't have any money to go overseas so you you gotta (laughs) you know try your best to find inspiration where you are yeah yeah 
I, I mean, I had a lot of trouble with that mm-hmm. here in Manila because things are so different sure. here than they are in New York and New Jersey, yeah. where I spent the most of my life. And like coming here, like it was just very hard for me to find find the not necessarily my creative outlet, but where other people were expressing a similar creative outlet to mine. You know, yeah. and it was just like it was difficult. It was difficult. Like even mm-hmm. even still, like I'll go to things here. And I just feel like I definitely do not fit in with these people here. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It happens yeah. kind of frequently. Quite often? Yeah, it happens yeah. quite often. I'm like, all right, yeah, I don't I don't belong here. I don't fit in here. I'm I'm yeah. feeling very anxious. I need to get out of here. <laughs> I need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> See ya, I'm going. Yeah. Yep. That still happens to me a lot. But you know, it's okay. It's part of yeah. it's part of being in a new place, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, but I've been here all my life. Yeah. Do you plan on going anywhere else? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go anywhere else? Not from a traveling oh, perspective, always... but like a living perspective. Uh, <laughs> living perspective, um, hundred percent. I want to move to New York, man. Yeah. Like I would love to live there for one or two years and just hustle my ass off, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that that is the dream. But you know, I'll see where life takes me. But yeah. If I could move to New York for one or two years, I'll be freaking great because I think there's just so much opportunities in New York and, you know, I already have, like, a great foundation of friends there, mm-hmm. you know, that can, you know, help me out. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah, so I think New York would be, like, probably the best place for me to go Yeah. if I were to move somewhere for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And you're pretty well-traveled, right? Like, you've, you've gone on a lot of trips to different countries around around Asia and everything, right? Yeah, I've been to Japan, Korea, Vietnam, Thailand, Hong Kong, Malaysia. Wow. I guess, yeah. And then I guess New York. And that's about it. Okay, okay. So yeah, where where in yeah. Asia is your favorite? Oh. You know, it's really hard because I feel like every single country is so different. Yeah. Like, I love Thailand and Vietnam. They just have this, like, really historical feel to them like even though thailand like recently i went to thailand even though it's you know it's modern but they still keep a lot of their heritage you know you know their temples and um the food like the street food like everything still feels very like i don't know how to explain it it's like they're in no rush to like dismiss their culture based on the trends of what's evolving in the world yeah i guess it just I don't know. Everything just felt very like slow paced, I guess. And I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. It's just, it was just nice. You know, everything just seemed like, I don't know, like very natural still. Yeah. Whereas when you compare, like, I've been to Korea and Japan, everything is like freaking HD screens everywhere mm-hmm. and everyone's like really hustling and bustling and. You know, there's all this and that, which which I love. It's great. It's it's just all different. It's just very different. I can't choose a favorite. Like. I love all countries, you know, for their own unique things. Yeah. yeah, so I definitely can't pick a favorite. I feel like Manila is like somewhere in the middle of like a yeah. like a Thailand or Vietnam compared to Japan or Korea because like yeah. some aspects of even in the city, like some aspects of it are like huge HD screen billboards and crazy stuff like that. But then at the yeah. same time, it's like, yeah. there's all the street food. There's all the people riding tricycles and shit like that. Yeah, I've, I've never been Manila, but that's definitely one of the places I want to visit yeah. soon. Soon. 
Soon. Yeah. Yeah, very soon. <laughs> very soon. <clears throat> very soon. Yeah. People think we're nuts. <laughs> soon. Very soon. Very soon. Yeah, Speak it into existence. Soon. Speaking it into existence. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So. Anyways. <laughs> how how close are you with your uh, Vietnamese culture? I'd say I'm pretty close with my Vietnamese culture. I can speak Vietnamese, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I think being born here as well, I do have a lot of friends that get disconnected from their culture just because, you know, living in a Western culture and going to Western schools and following Western traditions, you kind of just like pick that up, you know, as soon as you're pretty much in primary school, which is like six years old. Um, that's when we start school in Australia. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, we pick up, you know, Western language, Western culture, Western, even food, really, mm -hmm. like seeing kids eat certain foods. That's what you want as well. And I definitely fell into that as well when I was in like primary school. I was like, mom, I want a sandwich. Like, what is this noodle bullshit? You know, everyone's <laughs> making fun of me. But now, what I'm, growing up now, I'm just like, what the heck? I love noodles. <laughs> I don't want a sandwich. I want a goddamn, like, I want noodles, man. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think I was fortunate enough to uh, continue being more connected to my culture because, you know, my grandparents as well, like not being able to speak English, you know, I communicate with them, you know, through Vietnamese and like my parents encouraged me to speak Vietnamese as well. So yeah, I did that. And I'm really grateful that I'm Vietnamese actually. I, I love being Vietnamese. Yeah. I wouldn't be anything else. Yeah. Huh. That's great. Do you feel like, do you feel like you ever um, expressed that through your art? Or, and if you don't, do you feel like you ever want to? I definitely would, yeah. Um, I haven't really expressed my culture through my art because I haven't taken any photos in Vietnam. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you, so you most of my photographs... Yeah. No, nah, because most of my photographs are from my Japan trip, Korea, New York, um, and I guess Melbourne. Mm -hmm. uh, most of where all my photographs are, and that's what I use to double expose. But um, I've never really... Like, the last time I was in Vietnam, I was 18, and, like, um, I guess I wasn't really into photography that much as I am in now. Mm. So I think the next time I go back, I'll definitely bring out my camera and, you know, try and look for some inspiration. And, yeah, definitely, I'll definitely, like, put my culture into my double exposure. Yeah. Yeah. So look out for that. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I find it so important that we do that, but at the same time, I never do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, you better speak it into existence. Yeah, speaking of which, <laughs> no, like I, yeah. I find it so great that people, like Lancer, for example, who who really pushes her Filipino culture through her artwork and communicates, yeah. you know, as much as she can that like I she is from the Philippines and she does live in America and she really really pushes that. And I don't really know a lot of people who do that, and I don't know why. Yeah, me neither. To be very honest with you, now that you bring that up. Hmm. Like I don't, I don't never thought about it. I don't. I feel like there's not enough cultural artwork these days that's not like like extremely traditional. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like here, for example, a lot of the, at least from what I've seen, a lot of the the big museums that are showing like Filipino art, it's like extremely traditional practices that come from many many years ago. You know what I mean? It's not really like yeah. a modern take on on filipino traditions and i always wonder like why yeah. 
why doesn't that happen more? And I don't want to be the one mm. to do it because I'm really not a creative anymore. <laughs> but then there's people like Lancer who do it in their own way, in their own perspective, which is amazing. Don't say you're not a creative. I think creativity like can be anything really. Like it doesn't have to be drawing or illustrating yeah. or music. It can literally be anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think you should, you know, close yourself on that. You're definitely a creative man, 100%. <laughs> I see you as a creative, you know. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I think you're very artistic. You have a very artistic personality. You know, you're very fun, loving, and you have a lot of ideas as well. You can't see it, guys, but he's smiling. Very big right now. <laughs> very, very rare. Very, yeah, very rare occasion. Very rare. <laughs> No, but I think, you know, art, art comes in many forms, yeah. you know. Don't think you should uh, label yourself as a non-creative just because you don't do photography or do art. I think that applies to everyone. You can be creative in many, many different ways, so don't don't be too harsh on yourself. <laughs> yeah. I try. I try. So to everybody out there, you yeah. heard it here first. Creativity comes in many That's different it. forms. Don't be so hard on yourself. That's it. It's, that's true. And express, not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> throw that tagline in there <laughs> yeah that's it gotta do it gotta market yourself somehow. Oh, of course of course <laughs> how do you feel about marketing yourself uh i've actually never really done it professionally like i don't do any of like that pay for sponsorships or anything like mm -hmm. that or any advertisement like i said like i feel like i don't really care about followers either yeah i don't care if i have 200 or 200,000 followers it's it's cliche but it's like quality over quantity yeah you know um and like whenever i feel like i get messages from people they say they've been following me for a long time you know they really love my artwork oh my god like that's the best feeling in the world do you know what i mean and i rather people follow me genuinely because they like my art rather than me trying to promote myself to get more followers when they don't appreciate it do yeah. you know what i mean yeah like i don't like i said like i don't care if i have 200 followers or 2,000 followers, it, it doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, as long as I'm making, like, one person feel or two people feel something when they look at my art, I'm freaking happy, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. I think that's a nice place to close it out. Yeah. Me too. Jess, why don't you uh, tell the people where, where they can find you all over social media and everything? You can find me on Instagram at just knowing you that's pretty much it yeah okay do, <laughs> yeah that's do you it. have a website at the moment oh yeah i have a website as well what's your website <laughs> what <should> I <laughs> oh just <laughs> sorry i thought it ended my bad um okay so you can find me on two places apparently so you can find me on instagram at just knowing you and you can find me on my website at just knowing you.com okay all right, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. Jess, it's been a pleasure that having you on here. Thank you for having me. Thanks for <laughs> listening, up. everyone. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode <laughs> of the Barangay Podcast Network. Express not impressed. Bye. Express not impressed. <laughs> go follow Jess. All right, everybody. Thank you again. Peace. Peace.